and I'm going to shut the tones. Okay. So here we are. Good evening, everyone. Wednesday evening with a course of love. Um, we are currently on going into day 37 in the course of love in the dialogue, day 37 on page 3, excuse me, 639 in the original edition, and that would be 640, uh, what is it, 41, something like that. It's Day 37, A New Idea of God. Um, I will go through some household items, which I do every week, just to remind everyone that, you know, to mute your phones when you're not speaking or reading. Um, And as we go through the session, to, you know, leave room for those who have not shared. And then when people are sharing, if you... You know, mute your phones, try not to step on anyone's toes, allow them to finish. It's always good after speaking to say you complete or, or, you know, pass or whatever to let people know that the floor is open. And our usual protocol, what we've been doing, is everybody reads one paragraph and we read through the, you know, the day. And this is day 37 we have... And if we can get through it, we'll say we have actually mm, 32 paragraphs. So we might try to go to about 15 and then stop and then, you know, um, share and, and talk about it. So I think that covers all my household pivots. Uh, and now we'll go into announcing the reading list. Tonight we have Judy. Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Jessica. Listening, we have Pat. Has anyone joined us that would like to announce? They're it's here. Deborah. And they're going to read. Hi, Deborah. Hi, sorry. Would you like to uh, be on the reading, the reading yes. list? Yes, please. Okay. Thank you. Anybody else join us that uh, would like to announce? Uh, Donna, I'm, I'm here, uh, and Miguel, but my uh, speak, my earphones are not working very well, so I won't read. All right. So, you, okay, Miguel, I'll put you. Donna, will you be reading? Uh, yes. Thank you. Okay. All right. So I have Deborah and Donna now on the list. And if everyone would mute their phone, please, at this moment. Someone's not muted, and there's a lot of noise. Okay. Anyone else before we get started would like to announce? Hi, Paula. This is Shirley. I'm here, and I can read if you need a reader. Okay, Shirley. Thank you. That's on the read. So we got a nice, impressive reading list here. Now, I'll repeat it again for those who just got on. We have Judy, Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Jessica, Deborah, Donna, and Shirley. Listening, we have Pat and Miguel. Lemoyne, are you there? Not yet. No. Could be coming on. Lee's here for just a moment with what I ah. promised from last week. Hi, everybody. 
Um, Grab a pencil. This is really, really good. Hi, everybody. Hey. (laughs) This is really good. This is a page from Mari Prone's old website. And it starts with uh, Dialogue Unveiled. And halfway down the page, after Dialogue Unveiled, then we see a piece of writing from Mari that doesn't appear anywhere on her new site. And it's among the best pieces of writings that I've seen from her. So here's the uh, URL very quickly. All you need to do is type into your um, address bar, B-I-T, that's boy indigo Tom, dot boy. L-Y. Wait, is that, wait, wait. Uh, can I ask, is that lowercase? Uh-huh. All right, so start again. I'm sorry, lowercase, all lowercase. All right, B, go ahead. <clears throat> B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Mari, spelled with a capital M, dash, capital D, capital U. So there are only three capitals, the M and Mari, the D and the U. All right. Okay, and that's on the website, or you just go directly into the URL? You said it's on Mount Mari's home. You You enter that in the address bar and press enter, and you'll yeah, go right okay. to that page. All right, but let me just understand something, because you said this is Mari's old website. So what It's an old website. <clears throat> yeah, what you just type you in type Mari's in, URL? All you need to mm, No, you just need to type in that little link that I just gave you. And it oh. delivers to you a page Mar- that used to. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. It's from a service called Internet Archive. Okay. So okay. it pulls up old websites and old pages. And this one's okay. a dandy. So enjoy, you guys. Okay. Okay, Thank wish I could much. stick around. Thank you. All right. Bye, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank Thank you. Everybody. Bye, Lee. I was thinking of you. Good to hear you. Good to hear you. Thanks. Buenos right. I'll be back uh, another <laughs> time. <laughs> Thank you, Gloria. Arreguia. Yeah. Bye, love. <laughs> love you, Lee. Take care. Love you, love you, love you. Take care. Okay, so everyone has that now because we will be going into the dialogues unveiled once we get through. We're going to go through the epilogue. And that's it. And then we'll go into the uh, dialogue Sunday. We'll pin, uh, you know, let you know. So you can print that out, go into that website and print it out or have it available. It'd be great. Okay. So we got that out. That was very sweet of Lee. He's such, such a good person. All right. Again. So we got our reading list. It's Judy, Lana, Reverend Bill, Gloria, Jessica, Deborah, Donna, Shirley. Listening, we have Pat and Miguel. Okay. Now that we got that all in the way, let's just settle back, take a few deep breaths. (sighs) Shut your eyes for a couple of seconds. I'm going to just read a little something that will center us. A little prayer, a little affirmation. 
and we'll get underway. Okay. The presence of God within us is our peace. From the center of our being, divine love flows into our lives and circumstances, fostering, guiding, and harmonizing any concern. So keep that presence of God in mind within yourself. Find that peace. Find that divine love. And know how nourishing it is for our souls. Feel that. Know it. Go within. Okay. Again, I ask everyone to please mute your phones if you're not speaking or reading at the moment, unless someone wants to announce that they're here. Hey, Paula, uh, question. I'm sorry, I didn't hear it, but did you start, did you start the recording? Yes, I did, Reverend Bill. Okay, Thank sorry you. about that. Thanks. Okay, so just to kind of bring us out of day 36, which we were in last week, who you are in unity and relationship, and then we will go into day 37, a new idea of God. So let's just relax for now while I read some of this from day 36. The exercise of your power is in the creation of your experience. Powerlessness is moving through life as a being without the power to create. And then as he says to us in this chapter 36 of who we are in union relationship, when you realize that you are one in being with God and different in relationship, you accept the power of being or individuating God. You accept the power of God. You become powerful. God remains God, who is one in being with all. And God also is given form, as in, in other words, differentiated. God is all in all. And God is also all in one and all in many. God is still the creator of all, but God is also now the creator of one, the creator of the experience of one life or many lives the experience of the experience of life. Through differentiation, God is you as you are God. God retains oneness of being and also becomes a being in union and relationship. In short, a being in union and relationship with you. And this is the last sentence of this great day, 36. All that stands in the way of your creatorship is your final acceptance of who you are in unity and relationship. So let's go into day 37, and I'm going to ask Judy to read 1 and 2, and then from that point on, everyone will read one paragraph until we get to Shirley, and we'll see where we go from there. Okay? Got it? So let me ask, before we go forward, 
Has anyone joined us at this point that wants to announce? Okay. So, Judy, you want to start us off on a new idea of God? Okay. Thank you, Paula. 37.1 and 2. What we have just done is replaced an old idea of God with a new idea of God. If you no longer believe in God as a supreme and separate being, why should it be difficult to see that God is being? This is not much different than saying that the most basic truth about you is that you are being, and that the most basic truth about God is that God is being. Yet the fact that you are being does not define who you are any better than the earlier example of your experiences would define who you are, because being by itself does not differentiate or individuate you. Next. Okay. Um, 37.3. Recall that creation begins with movement. Being is only being in relationship. Movement nor experience exists without relationship. Thus, the world does not exist without relationship, as nothing exists without relationship. But relation but relationship, like being and experience, does not differentiate or individuate you in separation as it does in union. Separation and the contrast of the separate define every relationship with either or rather than both and. Thinking that is, (laughs) you are a woman and not a man. You are a human being and not a divine being. You are a person and not a tree. As a separate being, you only relate to other separate things. In short, who you are being is all predicated first and foremost by the relationship that you see yourself as having to the world around you. Since you see yourself as separate from it, all that you experience with your being is separation. All that you represent with your being is a separate being or a separate self. This could not help but be your perception since you, became, since you came into being in a known world where you were told that you are a person with a certain name, that you belong to a family, all of whom are separately named and have separate roles, and that you live in a household, in a city, in a state, in a country, in a world, wherein everything has a separate name and purpose. In a sense, this is the end of the story, or the beginning of a story already written, a story of separation. You are not alone in this story, 
and yet you were taught to experience only in separation from from the being you were being. And thus, not knowing your union and relationship with your being, but only your separate relationships with others, you saw yourself as a separate being and incapable of creating anything except just possibly the relationship you would choose to have with others in the world around you. Pass. You have thus experienced relationship in a very defined and separate way, a way that does not represent the truth of who you are or what relationship is, a way that represents separation rather than differentiation or individuation. Pat. Relationship and union are the way of God. The way of heart and mind, body and soul, heaven and earth. God is being in unity and relationship. So are you. How then, you might ask, are you distinct from God? Is your body distinct from your aliveness? You keep looking for the distinction from God as if distinction means separation, as if God is a separate being. If this were all this idea was, it would not be so difficult to dislodge, but the difficulty lies in that you think of God in your image, and the image you behold of yourself has been inaccurate because you believe you are separate. You created God as a particular and separate being. Pass. You keep striving for differentiation in a way that simply will not work through separation. And what's more, you keep striving for differentiation while wanting to continue a certain reliance. Your differentiation from the being of God can only come through the relationship and unity that you would deny in your quest for separation. This would be like demanding to be a body and not a mind. Your reliance on God can only come through the relationship and unity that you would deny in your quest for separation. This would be like demanding that the mind send the body the signals it needs while proclaiming their separation path. Are you there, Shirley? Yes, I am. I'm on mute. Okay. (laughs) One, One of the reasons you have been as intent as you have been on your idea of a separate and particular God is that you want to believe that there is a compassionate being in charge of everything, looking out for you, there to help 
when you are in need. God is all compassionate being everywhere, not one being of compassion. Let me read that again. God is all compassionate being everywhere, not one being of compassion. In union and relationship, you realize this. And you realize that all compassionate being everywhere is a consciousness or beingness that you share. And further, you realize that what is possible is for you to become the one being of compassion that you already are in God. Pass. Well, we went through the reading list. Is there anyone else who has joined us in the interim and would like to join the reading list? I joined, but I can't read. I'm listening. This is Steve. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Steve. So I'm going to ask at this point, you know what? I'm going to have, I think we're going to read one more paragraph because it kind of continues from that last one. So we'll start, just go up to the top. Judy, would you read 10, and then we're going to stop, and then we'll just share what we want to in the last 12 parag- uh, 10 paragraphs, okay? Sure. <coughs> Sorry. And then you realize that Jesus was being God read, and was Judy, called Judy, read the last sentence of the previous paragraph and go into 10, okay? Okay, all right. Uh, The last sentence. And further you realize that what is possible is for you to become the one being of compassion that you already are in God. And then you realize that Jesus was being God and was called Jesus Christ because he lived within Christ consciousness or the compassionate consciousness that you share. Do you realize that the man, the God, the historical figure who has been called Jesus Christ, was not only Jesus, but Christ. Not only Christ, but Jesus. Not separated, but individuated. You realize that the call for the second coming of Christ has sounded, and that it is a call to the difference you have always desired, while not requiring you to remain separate. Wow. Yeah, there's quite a bit in <laughs> paragraph one until ten. So um Yeah. Let's uh, look through it and anybody the floor is open for sharing. Hi, it's Lana. Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, this, uh, I must admit, I had to read last week's uh, section again or, or passages and, and then this one a couple times to get through with my hard head <laughs> or my blocked mind. Um, and, and the first thing I keep reminding myself is that the word being is both a noun and a verb. And, and Jesus is, Jesus uses it interchangeably, you know. Um, and and I love the fact that 
um, I guess I, over the time, the couple years, two or three years that I've been studying this, I've said in unity and relationship so often and together that I really didn't look at them individually. And, um, and what this section has shown me or made clear is that the unity is about the beingness, the wholeness, the oneness. God in, is, is in everything. I'm in God. I'm in my, my brothers and my sisters in God. You know, we're, we're just all one in unity. Yet in relationship, we're individuated. And, and I love that sentence, the last sentence, where he says um, uh, the second coming of Christ has sounded and that it is a call to the difference you have always desired while not requiring you to remain separate. So it's like a nod to um, the, the separated self's need to be unique <laughs> without being separate from the whole. You know, so um, the way that I see it all, or that I experience it all, is uh, that we are one in unity, and both of these components need to be recognized and realized. Um, one in unity, God in me, I'm in God, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but also uniquely um, in relationship. You know, God is an unique, unique expression of God in relationship with me, and I'm a unique expression in relationship with God, as I am with all my brothers and sisters. You know, it's, the relationship is what brings out our individuation. <laughs> and and um, I love that fact. While still being in unity or in wholeness and oneness, um, which makes us always complete and never separate from one another or from God. So, um, and I and I like the fact that they brought up um, that we let's see, and you realize that all compassionate being everywhere is a consciousness um, beingness that you share. Is a consciousness or beingness that you share. Um, I like that in that. Um, God is one being of compassion, being all being everywhere. <laughs> so it, the compassion is prevalent through the unity of the all and the all, but I can still have a compassionate relationship with God and God with me. So um, it's it's really just a beautiful summation of everything that Jesus has been sharing in this book. Now all I have to do is remember it <laughs> and apply it to my everyday life whenever, you know, I want to commune with God. I've got to set the whole thing up, right, and remember that he's not separate and he's not a God separate and apart, sitting on a cloud just listening to me, that he's always all present everywhere um, for everyone, um, including me. So I'm complete. Thank you for listening. That was great, Lana. That Thank was you. awesome. <laughs> yeah, Thank exactly. you, Lana. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Lana. Thanks, Lana. 
Hi, this is Paulie. I love how you said that, true, you know, all the time, you know, growing up in the Catholic Christian church, you know, that God was up in heaven and I was separate. I was, you know, like a lonely soul, you know, and just looking up at that supreme being, you know, and always going, looking up to heaven. And I am so, so thankful that at this, you know, coming to a point in my life that I, I realize that I am one with God, that I am God. God is, you know, in me, of me, everywhere, one with me. I am God. And, you know, this whole section, a new idea of God. He knew, he knows that he needed, Jesus needed to tell us that, go down to the depth of understanding the relationship with us with God. So, relationship and union are the way of God, the way of the heart and mind, body, soul, heaven and earth. God is being in unity and relationship. So are you. Kind of sums it up for me. Anyway, my little bit. Anybody else want to jump in? The floor is open. That was beautiful, Paula. Thank you. And I just have to say, I have to agree with the two of you. It was perfect. Perfectly expressed. And I guess I can just jump in and say I feel the same way. I do. I spent a lifetime thinking that I was somehow separate and separated from God. And realization is that as long as I keep seeing myself like that, that will be my experience. And I guess like most of us, I I need to remember. That's all I need to do is just remember who I am and start seeing myself as the truth of what I am rather than the old way of seeing myself as being separate and apart from a God that lives up in heaven somewhere. And it's not. That, That beautiful, compassionate, loving energy that vibrates in, in, a, in, a, in a range of frequency that is just incredibly beautiful. It's everywhere, and it's in all of us. And my only issue, my only challenge is remembering that it applies to, to everyone, me too. I'm complete. Yeah, that was beautiful. Thank you, Judy. Thank you. Thank oh, you, Judy. Thank you. This is Jessica. Um, When I was 17, I had a revelation experience. And for many, many years, I thought of it as having um, seen God. And that's how I would, if I did tell people about it, which I did the people I was closest to, I would share that experience because I thought it was a valuable thing to share with people. I would say, you know, I believe in, you know, ever since, Ever since I had that experience, I was not afraid of death and not, and I believed in God. I, I knew that God was real. And it wasn't until I started studying the course that I realized, wait a minute, I didn't see God. I found out who I am. I found, because part of the experience was being exactly what he's describing here, um, about un- union and relationship. I was um, 
I experienced myself still as some kind of a, you know, I didn't have a body or anything like that, but but there was this sense of some kind of essence of me and how I was totally connected with every single living thing in existence and that all of us were just in this sea of intense love and togetherness. And so what I thought was being exposed to God and and understanding God was actually understanding the truth of everything, of all of us. And that was that's just been a really beautiful like evolution of my understanding of that experience. So I thought I would share that. Thank you. Wow. That was thank you, Jessica. Oh, yes. That was gorgeous. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica, for sharing that experience. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Jessica. This is Pat, and I have to say something first. I have to affirm this, that uh, I think and speak with clarity. And uh, I had, (laughs) excuse me, a very warm and loving and changing uh, holy instant. Um, I was staying with my daughters. I'm just going to give you a little background how I got it or when it happened. But I was staying with my daughters because I had to go to emergency for some medical stuff. And while I was there, I was really expecting her to do for me everything that I felt I needed to do. And uh, just little things like go to this store or go buy this or take me to Habitat for Humanity or whatever. And she kept saying, no, I have to do this. No, I have to do that. No, I have to do. And inside of me, there was a real rebellion coming up, and um, I was getting more and more angry. And um, and I was thinking, I'm her mom. She should do for me. And then I realized that I was, I was being a kid. I was back into my childhood days when because of what I thought was abandonment that was necessary for me to be passed around from one person to another. And, um, but I did realize that she has her own life. She's not here to wait on you. You've got to do your, do whatever it is you've got to do. But, um, my, I found my core issue. And that was, excuse me, no one wants to take care of me. That was as a baby. And I was having trouble deciding, did I want the Holy Spirit or what name did I want to call this um, thing that we're in right now? And it just dropped in, Father. And then I um, 
what came up at, at later as I was home, and no noise, no nothing, all by myself. What came in as I was just walking around is uh, this, and this was from the Father. This is my beloved Son in whom <clears throat> I am well pleased. And then the next scene that came up, this is <laughs> my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased. And I, I was just full of joy and love, and I belonged, and that's why Father now is, I, I can't explain to you what's happened since then, but the next day I got up and I was actually walking, things that had annoyed me and I had not even looked at, I was walking through the house doing it, not even thinking about it. And it's been continuing on. It's like I have no resistance to things that I had before. It's that whole thought of nobody wants to take care of me was uh, blocked off just about everything that uh, I needed. And it, God, at my age, I finally got it, but I'm so grateful that I have. And um, I, I feel like I'm, I don't have that uh, anger at being, uh, you know, passed around or any anger at my daughter at all. I see that I, once in a while, I go into my baby mood. I deserve it. Why aren't you here? You know, or I'm always waiting or. Any of those things that a baby would think when it can't get its way. But I, um, I'm, I'm so glad I can share this with you. And uh, <laughs> um, just thank you for listening. And believe me, I'm very happy and full of love and joy. So thank you. I'm wow, thank, thank you, Pat. Thank you for sharing and knowing that we would feel for you so deeply, one with you. And we know we're not alone, never alone. We are all loved. Thank you for feeling comfortable to share with us. Thank you, Pat. It was such an honor to hear you and know that you felt comfortable in sharing your authentic self. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Pat. What a wonderful, wonderful story to hear and I share I share in your in God being well pleased. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. Thank thank you, Pat. What a transformation. That's so beautiful and I feel your joy with it. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, we do. We all Great. feel you. It just felt thank like a you, beautiful Pat. transformation within it's just beautiful, Pat. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's very sweet, Pat. Thank you. Celebration and uh, feel that power, that grace within you. It's it's just wonderful. Thank you. Wow. Isn't it amazing? I know I'm feeling it right in my heart center. When she was talking, I joined with her in so many ways. You know, Pat, I felt that way a lot in my life. 
you know, we think back of the past that we, the story that we made. We know it's not true, but we made it in our minds. We were never abandoned. We were never alone. We were always one with our Father. But in our separated state, choices are made on the soul level. You feel it. But then the glory comes at some point and we open up to the truth. And it is a glorious feeling. I am so happy for you. So, so happy. And I join with you on that one. Thank you. The feeling that he is pleased with me was a new feeling that I don't think I ever, ever felt before. I I don't think if someone said, hey, you did a good job, it's just words. But to feel that he's pleased with me and then what opened up is everything in my life that he showed me was all the good stuff that I had done or where he sees me on my journey. There was not one negative thing that I always felt about myself. It, it was all gone. And, and it's true that God sees only love. He doesn't see all this stuff that's going around in the world right now. He, he doesn't see that. I guess the Holy Spirit does. I don't know how that works, but I'm I'm at peace with my thoughts about people now, and I'm I belong. I'm I'm a daughter, and I'm you know sons and daughters, and and I have a father, which is uh, <laughs> something I didn't have. So I really, really am feeling this holy moment. Even though it's two days ago, I'm still feeling it. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you so much. Enjoy the gift. Enjoy it. Enjoy. just mentioned that last line. Now you, it, it's as if you have met the Father, <laughs> the Father that has always been with you, the Creator. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I agree. I love that. I love that so much. Um, and this is Deborah, and I want to speak about, first of all, thank everybody who had contributed so far tonight. It was wonderful listening to you. And Jessica, I think it was you that was speaking about um, something when I had, I took a call from one of my son's and I missed what you said, but I'm going to listen to it on the tape afterwards, the recording. Um, so what I what I did on Monday night was went into an ex, um, ecstatic drinking, drinking, <laughs> I don't even drink, ecstatic dancing for an hour um, and a half plus straight through. And um, it's something that I have been delving into a little bit through the years and sometimes in a very different different way of it. This this what I like what I like to really go into is the or explore more is one that was what's her name? Gabriel Gabriel Roth. Some of you may have heard of her. And what I what really stands out to me after the reading tonight is 
the oneness of these exercises of dancing. It, it's following, we all follow our inner flow with the music and we all do, we're all doing the dance to the same music and all doing it differently. And it just, the end of it, I was just in this state of feeling that stillness, that peacefulness. Um, not at the same time, I'm not that comfortable in crowds a lot. So I'm. It, it was my first night doing it with this certain people in this crowd. So I just went home, and it was a rather long drive driving home too afterwards. But that didn't change or uh, deter me from feeling the whole unification of the exercise with everyone in the room. And I'm. It, it's just. It's impossible not to. It's impossible not to be dancing, it seems, but to be dancing with everyone our own way and doing our own inner inner thing. We're all doing that, so we're all we're all just flowing together in ways that aren't in the same ways. But it's just this all togetherness. We're all we're all just in there flowing and moving and and working out ourselves within ourselves in totally unformed or not, not, it's not set up, it's not templated. It's just we're all, we're all in that whole oneness exploration all at the same time to the same music, which I'm sure we're going to possibly even take in, per, perceive as a bit different possibly. So, um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Thanks. Thank you for that, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, Deborah. Thanks for that, Deborah. Yeah. That sounded very that sounded very much like what you were what you were expressing in what in what you described. It it just felt like what you were expressing was that term that we hear so much of one in being and different in express and and, and, and differentiated in expression. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, so that awesome. it is. And that's what I, I was just coming in to, to say again was that connection with this material. Yeah, it's a way of, of uh, really knowing that internally it's something we can do. Or there's all kinds of ways, I'm sure, in life, but we have it. It's just mapped out. It's just there. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, beautiful experience. Right. Yeah. Do, they, do they have? this all over the country or is this one this one was special oh i think this goes on all over the place gabrielle roth was coming out of earlier in like the 60s and she was in new york and it was spreading like crazy then but yeah it's really seemed to be surfacing now this way of getting together um it's it seems huge now check it out on youtube Ecstatic Dance or Gabrielle Roth and other, I can mm. come up with other names for you if you want, it, want but not right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you. I would love okay. to. Yeah. Love dance. But, um, Paula, this, it just reminds yeah. me, just when I said that, um, I have no way of contacting anybody now that, that Lee isn't here. 
if um, I don't know, like if, if the number changes in here, because we have changed the number before, it's been changed before, and the password has been changed. Not, or no, not the password, just the phone number. So, is there? Do I just give my address, my phone number to you, or, or that's never been discussed that I've known, known when I've been on. I'll just leave that with you if you want to do that at the end for me. No, I. Do you have text capability? Yes. Okay, I'll give you a number. Text me your information, your number and your name. Okay. And um, and you, know, you make a point, you know. But between the all right, yeah, this way. Hmm. When the number is changed. Yeah. All right. Or the, or the class would not be on, or something that we can connect with to let to to know. All right. I'm going to give out this number. Everyone can take it. It's my text number. And if you have any questions, or yeah. Oh, see, I I don't post on. Uh, well, not everybody goes on. Uh, Skype anymore, so I can't post on there. But uh, I so would if you want to think about it. All right. No, no, no. Make a good point. You know how to keep everyone informed if anything should change. You know, but uh, but take this number seven three two six eight seven one seven four one. And that's my text number. Just text me your name, Deborah, okay. and it's phone number. Okay. And, um, you know, and I know I'd have a way of like either going on the ACIM call and make an announcement because I know a lot of the participants on this call do the ACM, ACIM, or Clissimer, yeah. Like I would find a way to get notice to everyone. Okay, but Deborah, I'm glad. All right, send me your information. Anybody else wants to, I'm glad you take it. Okay? Thanks, Paula. All right, thank you, Deborah, for bringing that up. And and this is Lemoyne. I, I can tell you that um, if you have access to the Internet, uh, the jcim.net, the Course in Miracle Society website, that has the details on the call including a backup number if the main number doesn't work for you. But sometimes I have to use it, it'll just get busy, and then <clears throat> and then you can use a backup number. Um, Thanks, Roy. And they, the, the people that do, the, that host this, the free conference call HD, they're real good about giving prior notice before they change the number. Okay. Thanks very much, Lemoyne. Yeah. Has anyone in that, out there that hasn't shared would like to share at this point? Hey, Paula. While, while we're on this little bit about digression from from the call uh, might this be a good time for me to announce our morning call 
I was going to do it at the end of the call. We haven't pa- we haven't at the call. end of the call? I, well, yeah, I have a note for myself. Thank you. That makes sense. Thanks. I'd like to leave the floor open for anyone to share on the material we've read up to now. And announce anyone's been there listening. Miguel, are you still with us? I gather not. Well, we have a half hour. We have, I don't know if we can read through the last half of day 37, but I hate to just read through it and not be able to talk about it and share about it, because I really think every bit of it is so important, and we all need to really digest this. So the floor is open for anyone who'd like to share anything that's on your mind right now regarding what we've read, not in this day or any day of this work. Bring it forth and share it. Hi, Paula. This is Shirley. And I am... I am still trying to work through this, uh, knowing that, okay, I am in union. I am in union with God, and that I'm, I'm seeing, I'm understanding God in a, in a more, in a fuller sense, I, I guess I could say, that, say it that way, in I'm not seeing God as separate from me. You know, God and I are one. And we're one in relationship. Okay, I'm understanding that. Now, when it says that, when we think that we are separate, that is, that's the illusion, I I think, that we... You know, we, you know, are misinformed, and that we work under this this illusion of separation, and we also think that we are separate from God. You know, when we say we have to pray to God, well, no, we don't pray to God. God is in that relationship of of the prayer. That is the the union that is being in relationship to God. I, um, but when it says that we are differentiated or individuated, I guess I'm still kind of struggling with individuated. I am an individual. Um, but God is also included in that individuation. Um, so that that's really why I was not going to share because I'm still, I understand being separate. I understand that. 
and I know that I am not separate from God. I am in union with God. But the individuated part, um, I'm not quite sure I, I have taken the I, I don't think I fully understand that I can be an individuated being and still be in union with God. So I am working on that. <laughs> okay. I'm complete. Oh, thank you. This is Lana. And, and the way um, I it comes to me um, is that, uh, you know, the union, the unit, when Jesus says unity and relationship, the unity mm-hmm. refers to our union together, the oneness, but relationship yeah. is my relationship with God may be differentiated from your relationship with God, or my relationship with my daughter may be different than somebody else's relationship with her. It's in the relationship part of it that I find that um, I'm differentiated. I say that word, but union. But but I, I need both. I need to be in union and relationship. You know, that's how it all comes together. But I get my uniqueness or my um, expression, my my um, differentiated expression through my relationship with God. Does Good. that I'm make so any sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> that thank makes you. a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, Lana. That was very well said. Yeah. Thank you both. Yes. I only know because I was so confused and I had to read it three or four times. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. I know. I care about it. Wow. Thanks, Shirley and Lana. Yeah, this is Lemoyne. And, uh, yeah, I've, one of my favorite sentences that's where it just dropped the penny for me, so to speak, you know, click. Um, is in the second half of this chapter, and uh, and he says that the only difference between God and us is that we see a dip, we see difference in a way that makes no sense. We see the individuation coming out of relationship, and forget that we only know the difference in relationship, and think that the difference means that we're separate, and it's. <laughs> that it doesn't make sense if we understand that the difference is only seen in comparison, which implies that there's another there that you know we can't ever be separate and alone. You know, no matter how hard we try, <laughs> we try to make ourselves different. We end up pushing off very you know establishing relationship to try to make ourselves separate. And that is that is where that illusion comes in, because we don't see difference as a product of our relationship, rather than um, the way we tend to see it as 
the need to limit or break off relationship or prove some kind of separation that's just not there in our being. Anyway, I'm I'm complete with that. <laughs> Let that be. Oh, that's thank you, Lamoy. Thank you, Lamoy. That's great. Oh, thank, thank you, Lamoy. Yeah. Thanks, Lamoy. Hi, this is Paula. Yeah. Who's that? This is Gloria. Um, yesterday, uh, in the afternoon, with a group. Uh, a Course of Love, I share <clears throat> my experience of separation and some talents um, in our lives, and I said in my life, is when I forget and I separate myself. And what I say is <clears throat> um, I need a physical therapist for my hand. And um, I've been talking to the group of people, the orthopedic, and they give me, they gave me different stories why I don't have a physical therapist. Uh, the same person, two stories, the manager, another story, and um, back and forth, back and forth, nobody say, well, yes, we're going to help you. For the contrary, they were, I was, I suppose I was attacking them because I didn't understand why didn't want to give me a help on that situation, <laughs> on the physical therapies that I need really right now. So <clears throat> in the middle of the night, I woke up thinking, I'm still angry about this. Why and why and why? I get up and I took a book and exactly what I need, I read. Nobody is against you. Nobody is your enemy. Because the situation, the person, the company, whoever is that, is all part of God. God can be against you. And and with that statement, I realized that I was totally separated from the situation and my ego, of course, was helping me in that. And it it gives me that book, the idea of nobody's against me. It's me. It's a mirror and me saying and looking at what they do to me. And... I release that idea, and it says, bless them, bless yourself, love them, do good to them or to yourself or to others. It was one o'clock in the morning, and I started applying that idea, and I felt very peaceful and comfortable. At that moment, I realized my separation and my mistake. So I went back to sleep 
And in the morning, yesterday, I call my doctor, and they tell me, oh, by the way, you have an appointment, you have, an, you have to make an appointment because you have a physical therapist. Oh, really? Yes, you have a physical therapist. The authorization number is so, so, and so. Wow. No until <clears throat> realize and uh, until I put in my mind and my heart those words, nobody's against you. God is there. The situation came as, as I wanted. I have now an appointment with a physical therapist. It was just an open eye. I was humble to, to realize how much in a challenge I forget. I forget that God is, in, is my source and everything. And in that moment, I said, thank you, God, for waking me up. I need that. I'm complete. Thank you for listening. That was wonderful. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Gloria. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that is lovely. Lovely. Thank you so much, Gloria. Gave me holy goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Great Thank you. story. Thank you. Yeah. You know, for me, it's when I get out of my own way, Gloria, when I think it's what I want, my will, and I know it's, mm-hmm. and I find it. You know, when I step back yeah. and let go and let God, it happens. It happens. It happens the way it's supposed to happen. So. Very well said, Paula. Thank you. <clears throat> one, more, one more time to be remind who I am and who is everyone. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I'm complete. Yeah, that that in knowing that how much we are loved, we are so part of love. We are love. God is love. And if we allow those words to like just surround us and permeate, you know, I should say, penetrate in within, within, and not our minds and our hearts. We know it. We forgot. We forget in our separated way. But when we join in the truth, it all comes together the way it's supposed to. Listening to Pat, listening to you, listening to my own life, when I step back, accept and know the truth. And that's the big word to accept that whatever's going to happen will happen. Just the way it's supposed to. And that I am loved. I am one with love. And that's God. So. We're our worst. I know I'm going to say I'm my worst enemy. (laughs) (laughs) That little self striving to be seen, heard, loved. That's for God. The truth. Yeah. 
You know, the coming together, whether in this group or any group that we come together as one, I think, I know I feel it, that connectivity, the oneness of us. And as we're all connecting, we're just being our individuated selves, but being one. There's always that oneness. Can't get away from it. We feel it. We know it. When we hear somebody's sad story, I know my heart just breaks. And I hear somebody's happy stories. My heart rejoices because that's the oneness of us. Anyway, thank you for letting me share that. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Thanks, Paula. Well, we have about 15 minutes before the end of the session. We can look back on the last 10 paragraphs. Does anybody want to highlight something, take away that we keep in our mind? I have so much highlighting in this section, just yellow. (laughs) (laughs) Words that you might want us to keep in our mind as we go and go forward. You know, and I, I say this all the time, I hate to rush just to, you know, oh, I've got to get through this day. This, this work isn't meant just to read as a text. It's to take every word to experience it and feel it and know it. The experience of this work not to say, oh, I, well, I read through all the days. Yeah, but that's not saying much. So, that's why I couldn't see just rushing through it just to do it. And if we don't get to, till the, you know, 9.30 point, it's okay. There's nothing more to be said. Everyone feels satisfied. They share, they feel, they know. There's no magic number that says we have to stay on the call till 9.30. I don't find it that way. The school bell's not going to ring. That's over. Thank God. <laughs> um, I, I have something I'd like to share. Come on, come. Come away, Jessica. Jessica, okay. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just sitting here... Uh, after listening to what everyone else was saying. And I don't know if I shared this on another call this morning, maybe the less, no, yeah, maybe the lesson call, but I'm not sure. Um, I feel like I saw God in the cafe that I was in this morning. I mean, it, 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 it was the most beautiful experience. I went into this cafe and I placed my order and then as I was waiting, 
uh, the guy that was making the drinks, like the coffee and everything like that, he was just singing and so happy and so, like, peacefully enjoying himself and so on. And, and I said to him, are you always in such a good mood? And he said, oh, well, you know, I really like uh, what I'm doing here. I like uh, making things for people. And I like to make people feel good and help them start their day and and enjoy their day because of what I've given them and what I've made for them. And I said, you know, do you always sing? And he said, oh, I didn't even notice that I was singing. <laughs> he was just in such a state of, of joy. I mean, uh, talk about ecstatic dancing. He was an ecstatic uh, barista, barista person. I just, like, I, when I think about him, I feel like crying because it was an incredibly beautiful, I, I know it sounds kind of silly the way I'm describing it, but it was an incredibly beautiful thing. And I was very aware that part of the reason I saw that is because of how I entered where I was coming from and how I was looking at the world and how grateful I was feeling about, you know, my experience of God and the Holy Spirit and the guidance and and the love. And it led me to this place where I saw an angel. I mean, I shouldn't call him God. He was like an angel. And the way he was describing what he likes to do there I couldn't, I almost couldn't believe it. It just seemed like, uh, it just was so beautiful. And I hope, I hope it's coming across the way it felt to me. I'm complete. Oh, most definitely, Jessica. It's Absolutely, Jessica. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel your joy, Jessica. Thank you. That was a joining of joy. Hey, Jessica. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'd like to offer something to it. Um, in our Course of Love call yesterday afternoon, we got into the discussion of between uh, the distinction between service and servitude. And what I hear of the, uh, the, the individual that you were working with, clearly there's a wonderful example of being in service that that he mm-hmm. simply loves what he's doing, he's making a difference for others, and just being in relationship with what he does as well as in relationship with all who he is serving. And it, it's mm-hmm. such a sacred and holy place to be. And can you see that in him? Mm-hmm. Please. I'm mm-hmm. complete. Thank you. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Reverend Bell. Thanks, Reverend Bell. Reverend Bill, this might be a good time for you to announce your call to everyone on this call if they're interested. Sure. Many of the people on the call here are on that call as well already. And uh, Paula, this has taken off like a bat out of hell. We're having a great time. Uh, We usually have uh, 10 to 11 people on the call, and uh, everyone is invited to join us. It's, it's not hard to find us because it's on the same phone number, the same passcode that we're using here. It's at 9 o'clock Pacific time, so it's lunchtime for everybody on the East Coast. 
simply call in, and what we're doing is we're reading through um, the course from the beginning, the course of love. Uh, actually, where we are right now is we just finished, we have one more chapter in, um, in the course of love, the first book um, that we'll be uh, completing tomorrow. But anyway, all are invited, and uh, what we do is um, we put together a reading list uh, of those who, who joined us who want to read, and then we have others who are listening. Um, take a, have a, a few moments of silence and reflection and a recap of where we finished the day before, and then we do a reading. Um, usually anywhere from six to fifteen chapter six to fifteen paragraphs, something like that. It varies with the, with what we are doing that day. So anyway, anyway, everybody is welcome to come and join us. And uh, maybe somebody else on the call would like to offer any comments that they'd like to about their experience with it. I have a question, Reverend Bill. How long does the call go on for? I'm sorry, say that again? How long is the duration of the call? Well, it, it's intended, it usually is somewhere between 15 and 25 minutes. Uh, so it varies. Uh, there's a little summary that, that I offer at the end, and, from, and occasionally we have people, others who have received something to share at that time as well. So... Um, Paul, I'd say it's usually between 15 minutes and and a half hour, but it's the normal time is usually about 20 minutes. And you cover all that, and everybody gets to read and share within that time. Uh, the readers, everybody reads, okay, uh -huh. and at the end. I'll give a brief summary and might ask if anybody else has something that they'd like to share about it at that point. But it's intended to just let everybody get what they get out of the reading of that day and carry it forward mm -hmm. with them for that day. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And Thanks. Bill, the time again, Dave was nine, was it nine in Pacific? Well, there might be one, might be one or two questions from time to time. We, uh, but it, it's more about uh, just everybody getting what they get out of the reading. Just giving a summary at the end, and you're all welcome. Deborah, did you ask the time on the uh, West Coast? Yes, I did. Yeah, I think we're tonight. Yeah, go ahead. Nine o'clock Pacific time, okay. lunch time for uh, East Coast at noon. Lunch being, lunch being twelve, right? Yeah. On the yes. east, it's a three-hour difference. Yeah, for the East Coast. Okay. Nine yeah. on the west and twelve on the east. Thank you. Yeah. So thank you for oh. that chance, Paula. I know you know what it's like. Thank you. Mm -hmm. This, by the yeah. way, is what what I picked up with from Paula, in in what we've been doing for since 2017 or earlier. 
Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah, but we were, I was doing nine of seven at six thirty in the morning Eastern time. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God, that's at three thirty in the seven, morning Pacific time. Well, no, seven thirty. <laughs> excuse me, seven thirty in the morning, and Reverend Bill was getting up at four thirty on the East on West Coast to join us. Yeah, and we went through <laughs> the whole book. We went through the whole book. Yeah, uh, two or three times like now. Yes. Yeah, I'd time. like to join the call on. I'd like to join the call in the mornings, and I mean, you know, I'm. The only problem is, is that lately I've been getting up at like twenty after nine in the morning, and of course the call's done by then. So yeah. I do think about it every day. That's the truth. Yeah. Well, you're welcome to come and check us out anytime. I want to. I just can't seem to get myself out of the sack in the morning, after all. All right. That's all right. <laughs> well, everyone, we've concluded our time together. Anything else anybody want to share before we say goodnight? I, I just want to ask Pat if I can get her email or some way of contacting you, Pat. Pat? Oh, I would love Oh, sure. It's Deborah. I have sorry. a new... <laughs> I'm sorry, who's talking? Deborah. I didn't get it. Oh, okay. Um, my, I have a new email, and it's P, all small letters, N-I-H-A-R-T 34 at gmail.net. Okay, good. I got it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, and, I'd, and I'd like to ask if everyone took down the information from Lee about how to access the dialogues unveiled. So um, did everyone get the information he said to us? Are we clear on that? Do you want me yeah, to? I got it. On it but it's, um, I have a question, Paula. Maybe you can answer it. Um, uh-huh. I got the bit.ly forward slash Mary dash, and then is it D-U or V-U? No, D like in dialogues. Dialogues. Okay, in got it. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, duh. Oh, yeah, my it, God, how stupid can I be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a moron tonight. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, that'll take you into the... Even if you just put in bit.ly slash, you will go right into the uh, the archives, and you'll see. Okay, great. I just tried it, and it worked. It goes right into the dialogue. And on the bottom half of that page is a piece that Mary wrote that he spoke okay. to us about. So, yeah. And, you know, if you you. get that page up and somehow print it out or have it available, Mm -hmm. because we will be delving into the Dialogues Unveil at the conclusion. Yeah. I have it in my copy of uh, Course of Love. I've got the second copy, so. Okay. And if anybody has an email address, I can send it to you uh, because I have them here. And I, or I could send you a copy if you want. Um, I can make copies. I can 
fax a copy if you have a fax machine. I'll get it to you guys one way or the other. I have all the means here. Let me know how you want to receive it. Okay? So we'll be all together. Do you have my telephone number? That would be great. All right. Pat, I can email them to you. Okay, I'll see if I can find them. <laughs> I have a problem with my email, but... Oh, all right. But it, yeah, because... All right. Um, if you want... Or give me your telephone number, and you and I will discuss how I'll get them to you. Okay? Oh, sure. 909-224-2248. Uh-huh. 9414. 9414. Okay. Right. Well, I'll be in touch and we'll get, I'll get those okay. you know, them to you one way or another. If I have to come and deliver them myself. <laughs> <laughs> you want to come to California. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's getting quite cold here on the East Coast, so <laughs> that sounds pretty appealing. <laughs> I'll bet. All right, well, this is an, another great night, and I do so appreciate everyone that shows up and everyone that shares, and those who don't share, who choose to stay silent or just listen, that's fine. It's all good. It's all good. So I want to wish you all a good evening. Stay well. Stay safe. And remember, God loves us, and we are one with God. We are God. God is love. Okay. So good night, all. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Paula. Good night, everyone. Thank you, Paula. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night. Love, love. Love you. Good night. Good night.